Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 47 of On the Flank. My name is John George, alongside Joe Kirkpatrick. Just kidding, not this time. Uh, yeah, that's right. I'm going solo again. Solo dolo. Uh, yeah, Joe's just a bit busy again. It's it's getting towards the end of the summer. We get a little bit busy. Uh, we have some vacations to go on, and that makes sense. Uh, unfortunately, this week is one of the hardest weeks. I, I'm going to have to carry this podcast on my back, and that's why I got a new microphone, baby. It's a, it's a little bit of a downgrade, but I do have... It is an XLR microphone this time, so hopefully it sounds a little bit better. Uh, and it is a dynamic mic. Uh, for people who don't know about mics, dynamic mics are better for podcasts usually, uh, especially when you are solo recording a podcast like this uh, because it just picks up very little, just picks up right, what's right in front of it. Uh, so you're definitely going to be hearing less mouse clicks this episode because of my new microphone. You're not going to be hearing Joe, which is very sad for me uh, because I love Joe. And I miss him. And he's a great dude. And he knows a lot about Overwatch. And we're going to be missing his opinion. And we're only going to get mine. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, I am recording this very late in the week because I'm also very busy. Uh, if you haven't been seeing with uh, what's happening with Echo Fox uh, in the news, uh, you, you'll understand why I am pretty busy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm recording this literally after work wall it's a bit late it's we're in the middle of day one of stage four uh that's right the gladiators already won and uh who's the other team who are the god i just watched this match um the gladiators just won they beat nyxl and that's honestly all i care about whatever happened in the first match i i don't give a darn oh yeah paris beat houston um which is actually a pretty big upset but I can't talk about those because I have to pretend like they haven't happened yet. And I have to pretend like Guangzhou is currently not tied with Philadelphia, but they're beating them on King's Row while I record this. Okay. Lots has happened. It's stuff we already knew. Uh, oh, yes. We have to give our MVPs of stage three. Uh, that's a pretty big thing. So stage three, I know it's long in the past, but we'll just get it out of the way real quick. Joe is giving his MVP. This is his second MVP to a hero and not a player in the league. Joe disrespecting the players in the Overwatch League once again. Uh, but he is giving his to Anna, and I'm giving mine to Dading um, for fantastic performances towards the end of the stage, uh, of course, helping Shanghai win it win it all why why wouldn't i give it to the ding uh but anna is also i i agree with that by joe joe joe's a smart he's a smart man and um honestly anna's anna's made a big difference there towards the end there uh but yeah i'm giving mine to the ding um and he's giving his to anna we have so much news it's ridiculous like i can't carry this all on my back we literally have like a full patch notes that I feel like I should say for Joe next week because he's the patch man, right? Like I, like I would love to read these notes for you, Joe, but that's your job. Um, but they're so, oh my God. I just kind of want to make this a quick, nice, quick episode since we don't have Joe. No one wants to hear me ranting again like I did last time I did this solo. Okay, so Boston added Stellar. Everyone was upset about it. Toronto, he, he left Toronto... A little bit ago, I think saying he was going to 
retire and that's why everyone's mad and then instead of retiring he is now on boston but it turns out uh through some journalism go journalists that um stellar did reach out to toronto trying to get back on their team when he decided oh i would like to still play overwatch probably because of the two 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 rock um and they said no because they have obviously already picked up Logics, they've picked up Mangachu, they've picked up all these players at this point. So they don't want Stellar anymore. Stellar's on Boston now. This is a good pickup for Boston. I'm sure Joe would say the same thing. Um, Chengdu Hunters have added Leave to their team. Um, God, and let me let me take a look at, at this tweet here. Welcome Leave to Chengdu Hunters, but he is too young. He's a, he's a young boy. Due to the age restriction, Leave will not be available for the rest of Owl 2019, but coming of age in October, he has a bright future ahead of him. I agree with you, Chengdu Hunters. This is a good pickup for them in the future. This is obviously a next season pickup. This is not they are not allowed to use that right now. Iziaki from the uh, Los Angeles Valiant, not seen too much playtime this year. Um, not a integral part of the Los Angeles Valiant is now on the Shanghai Dragons, which is a really good uh, pickup for the Shanghai Dragons. Another one, both of these teams streaking, um, and that's that's what it's all about. We talked about this trade before. It was a three-way trade we talked about that was a rumor before, so I'm not going to get too into it, but it is confirmed um, that Fraggy and Bishu are over on Guangzhou charge now and Kib is now on the Philadelphia Fusion. I don't think we've seen I'm watching the match right now. I don't think we've seen Kib yet uh, on the Philadelphia Fusion. So um yeah, Gladiators got money. That's all they got. 2020 Oh my god, so many announcements. So the 2020 divisions were announced. I really wish Joe was here for this episode. Um and they have split the conferences in half. This is what I personally expected. I don't know if you guys expected out there listening. Uh, but they have split the conferences in half. So the Atlantic Conference now has the North Division and the South Division. North Division consisting of Boston, London, New York, Paris, Toronto, South Division, Atlanta, Florida, Houston, Philadelphia, Washington. So the South Division is all American teams. North Division has three, two American teams, one Canadian team. Two European teams. So this is the traveling conference right here. Um, and then you got the Pacific Division has the East and the West. The East is the Far East. That means Asia, Chengdu, Guangzhou, Hangzhou, Shanghai, and Seoul. Of course, the five Asian teams in the Overwatch League. Uh, mostly Chinese with one Korean. And then you have the West Division, which uh, they're all in America except for Vancouver, uh, Dallas, Los Angeles, Valiant, and Gladiators. San Francisco and Vancouver, which is an absolutely stacked division. Um, you have like three of the top five teams right there, and Valiant is streaking too, and Dallas is not shabby at times. Um, but somewhere, I think it was on Reddit, there's some article that has like leaked presentation like a leaked presentation from the league itself on how the schedule is going to work. We're eventually going to get something similar. Like they're going to release the full schedule soon, I think. Um, but if I recall correctly, it was basically you're, you're playing within your division a lot, um, a lot, a lot. And it was basically like, you're going to play a game in your division. Then we're going to have a home stand. And it's either, yeah, then then a, div, a whole division is going to host a homestand, basically. 
Um, so how the schedule had it looked, how the how how their presentation had it out was in week one the West Division will be facing itself. Um, in week two, the West Division is going to go to to Asia where the East Division is hosting uh, a homestand. That's that's what it looked like. Um, and then after the homestand, they go back to America and they face each other again. And then we have like sort of a break. Um, so that's what it looks like. They got rid of stages, which means they got rid of stage playoffs. Um, but now they have a midseason all-stars. People are still, it's not locked down, but people still want like a midseason stage playoffs, kind of like a rift rivals situation. Someone mentioned, um, which as someone who works in League of Legends, don't ask for a Rift Rivals in your league ever because all the players hate Rift Rivals. Um, they, they, would ra- they would much rather just have a break, um, which is why I think some of the players are up in arms about the Elster event, especially with all this travel. They would much rather just have a break. Um, so making, making All-Stars or having a Rift Rivals not the best and then there's going to be a playoff tournament which means instead of a, instead of a city hosting just the grand finals a city is going to host all of the playoffs um i think that's the only reason they're using the word tournament but i couldn't tell you <laughs> um i hope because tournament makes it sound so loose but in reality it's just a playoff bracket i'm pretty sure uh, but i think they're using the word tournament because it's all gonna be in one location and they're not gonna they're not gonna be traveling for every playoff game yet um i think it, it might not be feasible but i i think that should be done eventually um because home environments for playoff games are what I live for. And then you just have a neutral. I mean, you just do what the NFL does and you have home playoff games, home field advantage if you're a good if you have a better seed. And then uh just a neutral site for the grand finals. That's what I like. Um but yeah, uh summer games is live. Oh my god, we're ten minutes in and this geez, there's so many things that happened in one week. Uh, I guess the biggest thing, I mean, there's an amazing Torbjorn skin for Summer Games. This ends August 5th, so we're like already already a halfway through it, basically. Um, but there are, there's an amazing Torbjorn skin. Go get that. Um, there's a bunch of weekly challenges, which is cool, which will just earn you skins, basically. So if you win nine games in week one, this is already over. You would have gotten the American Reaper skin. You can win the May skin this week, and then you can win the Reinhardt skin next week. So uh, they got a way to to earn some skins as well, not just by getting gold or loot boxes. So that's pretty nice. Owl Stage 4. Of course, we know the 2-2-2 roll lock is happening. It leaked all over the place, um, and it's not only happening. I think the bigger news is not only happening in Overwatch League. It's happening in um, the game itself. Uh, it's on PTR now, and everyone's trying it out. And all these big streamers, Shroud, like like uh, Tim the Tatman said he's going to play Overwatch again. Like this is great news for Overwatch. Absolutely, absolutely great news. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, two 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 roll lock. If you don't know what that means by now, 
Um, your team is forced to play at least two TPS, at least two tanks, and at least two supports. Um, and they are going to, to all be forced to sit on the stage in certain ways, which is weird. Um, match, of, match of the week was announced for stage four. They're going to have more 1v1 duels. Um, there's a new map pool. I don't think there's any new... I think we've seen like all the maps, basically. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this map pool, but we do have King's Row again, which is nice. Uh, anything else about stage four? I, I mean, the biggest thing is 222. Uh, which is fantastic so far, and the viewership is looking good. We're closer to 200k here. We broke 100k before. Um, I imagine we'll get back up to 100k for this really good Titans Shanghai Dragons match. Um, also, sorry if I sound distant from this mic at any time. I know this mic. This mic's very sensitive. Like if I go anywhere away from it, yeah. Like, see, you can hear me anymore. So I'm like turned up at my computer. Like, I need, still need to figure out how to use this mic exactly. So, okay. It's not making... Okay. All right. Now I'm holding it in my hands. I like this better. And it, did make any, it didn't make any noise when I picked it up. And now I think I'm just closer and I just sound better. So that's good. Um, leak picks. This is a pretty cool feature for uh, people who... Is this only people who... So... This is leak picks. This is not on Twitch, actually. So this is only on overwatchleague.com. And this is uh, a way to get more Overwatch League tokens by predicting, answering questions, predicting Overwatch League matches. Uh, and you can you can win a bunch of tokens, basically. It's a beta. Um, but you just need to log in with your account on overwatchleague.com. It's not on Twitch yet, uh, even though it seems like it would be easy to do that. Uh, not quite yet though. So, um, yeah, you can go on overwatchleague.com starting now, um, and start, start making predictions. And if you get them right, then guess what? You get the cash and then you can cash it in for a skin. Okay. MVP finalists. So this was, um, from today. Um, yeah, geez, this, the end of this podcast is going to be louder than the entire beginning of this podcast because I just, I figured out how to hold this microphone. Um, and I'm not retaking this. I don't have time for that. Uh, <laughs> five, I mean, I'll adjust the audio. It's going to sound weird to you guys because I'm going to adjust the audio levels and it's going to sound the same because I'm a good editor. Okay, five MVP finals. Okay, I'm really upset about this five. I'm I'm upset about this MVP finalist malarkey that they've decided to spring on us when the league isn't even this. It's not even over yet. And you want to tell me that the five best players in this league are Sinatra, Super, Twilight, Janu, and Gushwe? Gushwe? Janu? No. You can even argue the first three were not the best players of last stage. I mean, like currently, I mean, I was super hot on Sinatra the first two stages, but it was, I mean, it was revealed that basically these five were chosen uh, by the 20 GMs in the league. They all voted and these are the five finalists that they have chosen. But guess when they voted? They voted in the middle of stage two uh, and stage or like right that stage break right after stage two. So they only had two stages worth 
to choose who the MVP of 2019 was going to be. Half MVPs. That's all I got to say about these guys. I mean, just a bad choice. They say the reason why is they wouldn't have time. That's such a bad excuse. You, you, last year you had time. Why don't you have time this year? And every, every sports, every sports league announces their, even League of Legends, an esports league, LCS, they, everyone announces it during the playoffs who won MVP. They don't announce it. I mean, even you're going to announce it after stage four. But there's no voting. Like, why do we need to vote on this? This is like a media thing, right? Like, this is not... I mean, I am media, so let me vote. Um, But why do the people need to vote on MVP? MVP should not be voted on by the people. You already gave the people voting for All-Stars, and we we got Pine in there. So, like, just let the people vote for All-Stars, and you guys need to vote for MVP. Don't give it to us. Like that just clearly makes makes it elongated, and now it, the five MVP finalists are all people who were good in the first two stages, really good in the first two stages. Definitely, Sinatra is the MVP of the first two stages, but even in stage three, Sinatra was fine. And then in stage four, we don't even know how much Sinatra is going to be playing because of this roll lock. So it's just I, I'm hitting my head here. I'm like. What? Like, I don't even know who to choose out of these five um, because I want to wait till the end of the season, first of all. And they already made us vote on Twitch. So don't vote yet. Don't vote yet. Okay. Um, Sigma's out. I mean, there's tons of other things. There's a PTR update. Um, uh, They announced the playoffs. They announced a bunch of stuff about playoffs as well. Jesus. Joe, I need you, buddy. <laughs> um, let's save the playoff primer for, for next week. Yeah, let's save the playoff primer. I'm going to save a bunch of things for Joe. So I'm going to save the PTR patch with Sigma on it um, and the roll queue dev update with with Jeff, everything that has to do with in-game because I want Joe to be here for all of those things. He's the patch man. And then I'm also going to save the uh talking about playoff structure uh the article about the playoff structure and how that's gonna work uh i'll save that for next week as well but let's get into power rankings because that's the last thing we need to do here um and these power rankings are specifically predictions for 222 nothing more than that uh i mean we probably tossed in a little bit of the previous stage we had we had a little bias obviously there's a little bit of bias from the previous stages and how teams are performing but we tried our hardest to like specifically just hone in on how we think these teams are going to do in 222 and i actually do have joe's voice here because he he wrote down a bunch of the big differences we had in ours so um I'm not going to read through all of our power rankings exactly. I'll read through differences. If you want to go see our power rankings, they'll be on Twitter. Um, they'll be on our Twitter, which is at on the flank um, on Twitter. So go go to our Twitter. You'll see the graphic. We have all the power rankings on there. You can see it there. Um, I, I would rather not just list off a bunch of things for you right now. So. I am going to just point out the differences between us now that you are looking on Twitter at at our graphic. Or am I right? Uh, press that follow button while you're at it. Uh, so Joe has New York Excelsior at number one 
I have them at number five, which is one of the biggest differences. Joe had this to say. We saw how good their DPS still is in stage three and finally get the, getting the chance to play Pine. Spoiler, they didn't. Nene, Sabilby, and the DPS player formerly known as Nanohana to their full potential will be devastating. So Joe thinks um, New York Excelsior is going to be the best team in this stage. And as of recording this, the Gladiators have already beaten them. Yay. We we both put the Gladiators under New York Excelsior. Um, well, the Gladiators looked really good in that match. I'm spoiling next week's episode of On the Flank. Um, I think New York Excel will not be number one. And I already have good reasoning for that. And that's behind I, two... All right, Joe made this graphic before these games. I promise you I did not switch anything because I do have Gladiators at like number eight. And after watching that match, I would put Gladiators much higher. Um, That's my bad. I did not have too much confidence in the Gladiators after last stage, uh, but they looked really good. Mm, Paris is another big difference we have. Uh, Where's Paris? Mine is 17. His is 12. Um and Joe's right this time based off of the, based off the match so far. But Joe had this to say. Their big hype factor was their DPS in Soon and Shadowburn, and now being able to see them play signature heroes will actually make some sense. I'd love to see one Shadowburn's Fair come out against a ding in Seize Stage 4 Week 4. Me too, Joe. Uh, because Soon is insanely good at Widowmaker and carried Paris to beat Houston just a couple hours ago. Um, and I have Houston way farther up than Paris, which is embarrassing for me. Okay. Um, yeah, Houston's at 11 for me. Houston's at 13 for Joe. Uh, Paris is at uh, 17 for me, and Paris is at 12 for Joe. So Paris looked pretty good uh, so far. Gladiators. Um, of which I have at eight and he has at two. So this is crazy that all of these, this is crazy that all the ones he wrote about are ones that I have already watched in stage four. Uh, on the flanks become, what does on the flank become (laughs) now that me and Joe are too busy for it? Uh, what does it become? Uh, things should, I mean, the LCS season's about to end. Joe's about to get into school, which means he's done with his job summer job which means he'll be a lot less busy so and of course the overwatch league is ending as well at the same time that's okay my day's ruined um gladiators joe says they've had they've had they've had the success they had already despite not being able to utilize surefor's deep hero pool to his extent and hydration is a terror on his comfort picks i agree with that statement 100 um 100 agree with that statement I was just being a little bit of a whiny fanboy, as you know. I'm a Gladiators fan. They had a bad stage last stage. They did. I wasn't too hot on them, and I wasn't so sure that Decay could carry this team a little bit because he's a great DPS. But he looked really good against New York. Um. So I think Joe's right on this one. Looking back at it, but for now. For now, I, I'm not. I'm just not going to defend my pick because I think it was a stupid one. Shanghai, I totally agree they'll be way better. I was just more moderate in my prediction than you were. Um, yeah, he was way more moderate. I was just straight up like Shanghai is number one. Um, and Joe said Shanghai is number seven. Um, and to that I say, Joe, 
they're stage champs. They deserve to be number one. Uh, no, but they they got stage champs by playing two 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 already. This team is already prepared for this. I think they have fantastic DPS players uh, who are ready to just break out. Like they've already been playing two 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 for an entire stage. They're fine. They'll they'll be okay. Um, but I, I still think Shanghai is the team to beat so far. Um, but we'll see how they do against Vancouver tonight. I'm so excited for the match. Chengdu Hunters. Um, where do I have Chengdu? He has him at 10. I have him at 15. So Chengdu is actually a team that I had a lot of trouble placing. Um, I kept moving up all around. Like I think Chengdu is a very hard team to guess exactly where they're going to be. Because I mean, they've got a great Hammond, but I don't know how great wrecking ball is going to be in this meta. So far we've seen some wrecking ball, but we haven't seen much. Um, And they don't need to play wrecking ball, obviously, but when they don't, they're not as good. Uh, but this is what Joe had to say in rebuttal to me. He said that they've always been meta settlers, so maybe not having that opportunity in stage four will hurt them, but you just can't argue against Jinmu, Bacon Jack, and Nix. I agree with Jinmu. Um, you, you really can't argue against Jinmu. Jinmu has impressed me through and through, uh, which is the, the one piece that I've just been like, oh, I mean, it's so honestly like like 11 through 17 or 18 i had so much trouble with i knew the top 10 it was the next eight that i was like where are they gonna where are these going (laughs) um i had no clue okay hangzhou spark joe has them very low 15 which is ridiculous in my opinion and i have them at four um i think that's a very hot take joseph Joseph Kirkpatrick. Uh, he said, I've never been super high on them, perhaps despite their record, but I wonder if they won't get rolled over by some more storied teams this stage. More of a feeling than anything. Okay, so Joe, this is just, this is a feeling, more than a feeling. Uh, so Joe has a feeling that they're going to compl- collapse the stage. And honestly, based off the news that came out today, uh, I wouldn't blame them anymore. Um, but I still think Hangzhou has a very talented team. They've got an MVP finalist in Gu Shui. <laughs> um, and yeah, Hangzhou Spark. Uh, they're still like at the top of the standings. So I think 15 is a bit far-fetched. I think if anything, I think their lows at like eight or nine maybe or ten um i think they're a great team and then another big difference we had was atlanta joe had them at eight i had them at 12 or 18 and i had them at 12 12 is like cut off for the wild card um joe has to say the team that went one and six in stage three might have an easier schedule to stage but their dps roster is lacking going into a meta where it actually matters unlike the rest of the season so far i like baby bay a lot i like baby bay a lot um and atlanta surprises me all the time so i'm just keeping them at 12 i think uh i just don't know who gets that 12th spot i i have atlanta at 12 guangzhou at 13 and i was so close putting guangzhou at 12 uh how's guangzhou doing let's see if that is a smart thing to say it's a very close game with Philly, but Philly, I think, is going to be pretty good in this meta. So I think that's still a very good game for Guangzhou. Oh, I'm so close on Guangzhou. I'm, I, I'm so close to giving Guangzhou 12. 
Okay. Um, but yeah, if you want to see that graphic, go on Twitter at on the flank. Um, because I'm not, I'm not going to list it. I'm not going to, I'm not one of those guys. I, this is, that would be like an NPR podcast if I was just sitting here listing names. So, so please go to our Twitter and take a look at that graphic to see our, our power rankings are more prediction than a recap. Uh, we're trying to predict what's going to happen in two, two, two. So far we both look, uh, pretty off. I mean, no one has any clue what's going to happen. Okay. That's it for this ranting episode of, of on the flank. It's only 30 minutes. Uh, yeah. Social media, you can follow me at JW George IV. You can follow my co host who is not here at Kirkpatrick underscore Inc. You can follow, oh God, I gave the wrong Twitter. <laughs> it's at On the Flank Show. <laughs> it's at On the Flank Show. So go to at On the Flank Show, follow us there. We tweet out these power ranking graphics. Um, Jesus. Uh, and you can go see our power rankings at on the flank show. You can email us on the flank show, gmail.com. You can tweet at us. I'm so lost without Joe, uh, but you can email us, tweet at us. If you have any topics you'd like us to talk about, or if you want to yell at me about how lost I am without Joe, you can go to on hyphen the hyphen flank dot co to listen on your web browsers. You can go to my personal YouTube, which is John George. You can find that on my Twitter. We are on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. We're all over the place. We're on Pocket Cast. We're on, we're on anything. We got an RSS feed. Just plug it into your app. Whatever. Uh, enjoy stage four, uh, and I cannot wait for Joe to be back next week uh, to talk about so many, so many things. Two, two, two. Go play on the BTR. <laughs>